Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day, and you are tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. This episode here, this was actually supposed to be my return episode, but last night, you know, well, the episode that was supposed to, the episode that I was supposed to drop on on Black Friday was supposed to be my return episode. That one was or that one's already recorded. That one is already put away in the chamber, ready to be dropped on Black Friday. It's gonna be released on Black Friday. But I had to create a whole new episode. I had to create a whole new one. Um last night I, I was I, I was burning that midnight oil and I was inspired to record a new episode, especially with the format that I was doing before with my State of the Patriots and you know my you know my weekly my weekly player of the week in the NFL and my game picks so i was inspired to do a new episode so even though the new episode will be released on friday black friday this one right here this is a brand new episode too so instead of that one being episode 77 this one is going to be episode 77 so this episode here, like I just said, I'm gonna do my State of the Patriots. Um, you know what I'm saying, and I'm also gonna I'm also gonna speak on these Baltimore Ravens, man. These, these this Baltimore Ravens team is looking very, very scary right now. After that beating that they put on the Rams last night, I think a lot of the NFL, I think a lot of the NFL teams, especially in the AFC have been put on alert, including my New England Patriots. Um, of course, I'm going to do my player of the week. I'm going to get back to that, you know, after, you know, being out for two weeks. And uh, I'm also going to do my game pick. So, again, just to let y'all know, this is a new episode. Um, thank y'all for y'all support. You know what I mean? Um, but... The new, uh, the other episode that was supposed to be my return episode is still gonna drop on Black Friday. But see, this episode here is the brand, uh, 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 a surprise episode, you could say. So this is your man Dre Day Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. And when your boy gets back, we gonna get into that new. Ep- we gonna get into this new episode. Holla at your boy.
what up, what up? Your boy is back. Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Um, this is episode, again, this is episode um, 77. Um, that beautiful beat that you heard in the middle of the commercial break leading into this new segment um, is from the sounds of my cousin, Young Crack. You know what I'm saying? My, um, my cousin, Nate. You know what I'm saying? Nate Brack. You know what I'm saying? He um, went out his way to bless me. Um, with a little instrumental, you know, to bring in the episode. So, cuz, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, my cuz, Nate, well, young crack, he's coming out of Far Rock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm about to give you some free promotion right now, cuz. Um, my cuz got a new EP that he just dropped, um, not too long ago. You know what I mean? It's called Me. And uh, you can catch that on Spotify, you know what I'm saying? All the major streaming platforms, the EP is on there. And again, his name is Young Crack. Y-O-U-N-G-C-R-A-C-K. Or you can go check out his page on Instagram, Far Rock Young Crack underscore Nate Brat. You know what I'm saying? So let me spell it out for y'all. Far Rock. Y'all do know y'all, y'all do know how to spell far rock, right? Far rock, young crack, underscore Nate N A T E Brack B R A C K. You know what I'm saying? So go check out my cuz. You know what I'm saying? He's you know he you know he, you know he you know he's working on beats. So if y'all need beats or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Go check out my cuz. You know what I'm saying? So love you, cuz. Appreciate the instrumental. Now. Back to the episode now. Now we can get into my state of the Patriots and see this state of the Patriots. See this. See this state of the um, Patriots segment is gonna be a great one. It's gonna be a beautiful one. It's gonna be a lovely one. And the reason being is because not only did we win this past weekend, but we beat the team that I despise the most. Yes, I despise this team more than the Jets. I despise this team more than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I despise this team more than the Baltimore Ravens. I'm talking about them damn Dallas Cowboys, so-called America's team. Yes, we took them down even though it was a even though it was a low-scoring game, but we get to say that we beat America's team again and we might have hurt their chances of winning their division because had they won this game, they would have really been in the driver's seat of their division in the NFC East. But being that we, you know, gave them that L, they took that loss, it kind of derails their, you know, division winning chances just a little bit. First off, let me say this. I don't like, see, this is the one thing I don't like about Cowboy fans. Every time they lose, it's always somebody else's fault for the reason they lost. And what I mean by that is the loss. They're blaming the two tripping calls for the reason that they lost. So you played on the field 60 minutes. You only garner up nine points. Nine points. That's three field goals in 60 minutes. And you're going to blame. And you're going to blame two 
tripping calls. And I will admit, both of them was ghosts, meaning they didn't exist. I will admit that. But those are the two. That's what you're. That's what you're gonna blame. That's what you're gonna blame. That's what you're gonna blame. Stop it. Y'all had plenty of opportunities to win this game. Plenty. Okay. First, first, first drive. Y'all had a chance to go down there, kick a field goal. What happened? Bill Mara, your kicker, he missed the field goal. Now I will admit, the weather there, inclement weather. It was windy as a motherfucker. It worked to our advantage. Hell, even our kicker, he missed two field goals. So the weather definitely played a factor. But see, here's the thing. Our defense was so great, so fantastic. It kept Dallas at bay. Yes, Zeke had his moments. You know, Zeke had his moments. He had his 86 rushing yards for 21 carries. I honestly think they should have got him more involved. But for whatever, for whatever the reason may be, they stopped using him. And they wanted Dak to, you know, keep, you know, throwing the football in this weather. To the point where he had to change gloves. Because he ain't so used to playing in that weather. Now, I will say this though. I will say this, though. With the Cowboys, they did have some heart. But see, the issue with the Cowboys is this. And I know this is supposed to be a stay of the Patriots, but now I want to, you know, you know, I, you know, I want to get with the Cowboys right now. I want to talk about them. The problem with this team is bad coaching. Bad coaching. Bad coaching. In the fourth quarter, you're down by a touchdown. You get the scoring drive. You get a touchdown. Bam. What do y'all do? What is it? Fourth and seven. A little over a little over five minutes. The Cowboys go for a field goal instead of going for it. At that point, a field goal is not going to do anything for you. You need a touchdown. What do the Cowboys do? They go for a field goal. So now you make it 13 to nine. Now, for most teams in that situation, a real coach is going for it on fourth down. They're going for it on fourth down. Even though they're going against the number one ranked defense, they're not going to concede that. They're going to try to get that touchdown. What do the Cowboys do? They go, they, they go for a field goal on fourth and seven. But who's the head coach? Jason Garrett. I'm telling you, this man knows jack shit about football. He is a great offensive coordinator. But when it comes time to being a head coach, he is illiterate. He is, he is, he is, he, he's immune to coaching, to head coaching. It's horrible. It's bad. You know what I'm saying? But again, salute to Dak though. He tried his best. He tried, he tried, he tried his best, especially on that last drive. But that fourth and 11, you know, pass to Amari Cooper. Because me, when I saw that shit, I'm like, watch, he going to complete it. He going to complete it. This is going to be like one of those clutch moments for him. He going to take it down the field. The Cowboys is going to score. We're going to get the ball back, and then let's see what happens with it. It was a beautiful pass. And at first, I thought Amari caught it. Then when they showed the replay, I was like, oh, nah, that's an incomplete. That's an incomplete. Game over. We won. So I got to give Dak that. He did try his best. 212 yards. He did throw an interception to my man Stephon Gilmore. Um, Randall Cobb did good. 
He made a key catch in the middle of the fourth quarter. Um, but again, salute to my Patriots, man. The Cowboys was this number one ranked offense, and we stopped them from scoring a touchdown the whole fucking game. For the first time this season, they didn't score a touchdown, and it was at the hands of my New England Patriots. Brady had an okay game. I'm not going to sit here and say he had a fantastic game because I'll be lying. Under 200 yards, he did throw a touchdown, but it was in the first quarter to our rookie, Nikhil Harry. Um, In fact, that was his only catch for the game. Um, Matthew Slater, man, salute to you. Um, For Patriots fans out there and for fans out there that watch football who don't know who he is, he's an integral part in our special teams. A lot of our blocked punts come at the expense of him getting, you know, getting to the the punter and, you know, knocking that ball, you know what I'm saying, punching that shit before it goes in the air. So his block punt, his block punt led to that touchdown, you know, for us in the first quarter. In fact, the only touchdown the whole game. Sony Michelle, he did his thing. 85 yards, 20 rushes. He kind of, you know, sealed the deal with, you know, his third down rush at the end of the fourth quarter. He pretty much sealed the game right there. Julian Edelman, 93 yards, eight catches. He made some key catches in the fourth quarter because he damn sure fucked up on a few of them in the first and second quarter. Maybe you want to blame the weather of him dropping some of these passes, but listen, if I've seen you make these passes... Out the ass. All the other games, even in this weather, I'm going to expect you to do it. Like, you're Julian Edelman. Like, like you're Brady's most trustworthy receiver. I need you to come down with those catches. But again, you did make up for it. Jacoby Myers, he made some key catches as well. 74 yards. If he can stay consistent like this. He's going to be a nice little toy for Tom Brady. Now, mind you, Muhammad Sanu didn't play. Philip Dorsett didn't play. So we was very, very light at the receiving. We didn't know what to expect from Nikhil, uh, Nikhil Harry. Especially in this weather, we didn't know what to expect from him. And he, just came, and he just came back from IR. So we didn't know what to expect from him. Like I said, Stephon Gilmore caught an interception off of off of Dak Prescott. Our defense, once again, was phenomenal. We forced the Cowboys to be 2 for 13 on third down. Beautiful game by us on the defensive side of the ball. Put it like this. If you come to Foxborough in that type of weather, you're not going to win. We used to it. We built for it. If you come to our house in that weather, you might as well don't even show up because you're not going to win. You're not walking out there with a dub. You're taking a hot L back home. Simple and plain. Simple and plain. Now, the next two games, I guess you could say that um, people were saying that how the next few games was going to be a test for us. Starting with the Ravens. That right there was the test right there. We failed that one. Then we get to Philadelphia. We won that one. Barely won, but a win is a win. We get to this game. Cowboys, we won this game. 
barely won, but a win is a win. Now we got the Texans coming up, which is Sunday night football. Thank God I'm off this weekend because I'll be able to watch this game at its entirety. Then we got the Chiefs on Monday night football. This was the team that everybody supposedly expected to be a threat to us this year. I do still believe Kansas City will make the playoffs. But the mystique that people had about them before the season started, I think that's gone now. I think they're still an exceptional team, but I don't think they're really that much of a threat right now. There's another team right now in the AFC that's a huge threat to us that I'm going to speak about in the next segment. But for right now, you know, that's our that's our up that those are our upcoming games. So it's very crucial and very pivotal that we win these next two games and then just take it from there and then end the season on a positive note because there's a team lurking. There's a team lurking right now and they are coming for us. They are hungry and they are coming for us. They already beat us already. So it's very pivotal that we win all these games and get that home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So Patriots, please do your boy this favor. Get this home field advantage. Let's get the AFC championship coming through New England. All roads lead through Foxborough. If you want to get to the AFC championship, you got to go through us, and you got to go through us at our house. That's all I got to say. So it's a wrap for this segment. That's my segment for the State of the Patriots. How about them Patriots, I might say, because... You know, we took out America's team, right? We took out the Dallas Cowboys, right? What do they say after their victories? How about them Cowboys? Fuck out of here. Take this L. Take it back to Texas. How about my Patriots? Know what I mean? So, it's a wrap for this segment. Um, When your boy gets back, we're going to talk about that team up in Baltimore. Because they looking real, they looking real spicy right now. They looking real, real scary. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm spooked out just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I'm going to explain my reasons. So, again, when your boy gets back from his break, we're going to take a quick little break. And when we get back, we're going to speak about those Baltimore Ravens. So this is your man, Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Um, I'm back. Um, after my two-week hiatus, I'm back. So, uh... I had to come back with a bang. So, again, this is your man, Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy will be back after this quick break. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Uh, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, episode 77. Uh, This segment here, we are going to talk about that team in the AFC North. That is spooky. They are, I mean, Halloween is over, but this is that Michael Myers type shit. That Jason, that Friday the 13th type shit. That Freddy Krueger type shit. That I have, you have nightmares about this team. And that team will be the Baltimore Ravens. That ass whooping that they put on the Los Angeles Rams last night was something for the ages. Now think about this. This is a team that last year went to the Super Bowl. This is the Rams I'm talking about. This is the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. This is a team that a lot of people had making a deep run in the playoffs, myself included. 
Now you go out there and you smoke them on Monday night football, prime time. Now again, this Ravens team has been spooky for quite some time now this year. And it all starts with that young brother, Lamar Jackson. It all starts with him. I am going to give this young man his props. Yes, they beat my team a few weeks ago. Well, not only did they beat my team, they actually made us look average. Our defense, best defense in football, he made our defense look very, very mediocre. Got to give it to them. Got to give it to them. This is someone who was ridiculed before he even made the NFL. Y'all can go back. Y'all can go back to the interviews. Y'all can go back to the combine. They wanted this young man to change his position. They said he wasn't a quarterback. They said he should go be a running back or he should go and be a wide receiver. Last year, led the team, led the Ravens to the playoffs. Got exposed in the playoffs, wild card game against the Chargers. So leading all into this season, the pressure was, well, I'm not going to say the pressure was on him, but it was a lot of doubt about him. So much doubt that as soon as the season started, he set, a, he, he, he set a mark, blew out the Dolphins, five touchdown passes, killed them to the point where he was like, not bad for a running back, huh? And he's been putting on, and he's been putting on all season long. Last night was his first Monday night football game. Again, this is his second year, but this is his first Monday night football game. And what does he do? He go out there and he light the Rams up. Five touchdown passes. Nine yards a kick. 169 passing yards. 95 yards on the ground. What this boy doing is, what he is doing is amazing. And he got this team sold. They are riding with him. You got some teams, they got, you know, they got certain quarterbacks. They just go along with the wave. You know, they're happy that they win, and then they off to the next game. This Ravens team, they done, they, they done brought in to Lamar Jackson. And it's not just on the offensive side of the ball. It's the defense side of the ball, too. They're balling out, too. So not only does he have a lot of weapons, which is Andrews at the tight end spot. You got Hollywood Brown. He had two touchdowns last night against the Rams. Sneed. Those are his offensive weapons. I ain't even get to the defense. Of course, Earl Thomas, Marcus Peters, who had a scuffle with, you know, Jalen Ramsey yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I found very funny because he used to play for the Rams. Marlon Humphrey is doing his thing. Brandon Carr is doing his thing. Jimmy Smith is doing his thing. That Ravens defense is top notch. Top notch. I believe they're one of the top five defenses in football. For the last three games, they've outscored opponents 135 to 26. The last three opponents that they've played. Mark Ingram is the, I mean, I get it. Lamar Jackson gets all the praise. Rightfully so. He deserves it. With all the shit that he's gone through. With all the ridicule that he's gotten. And now he's paying it back. Being arrogant on the sidelines. Dancing around. Sitting on the bench with shades on. Last night, even Rams fans was chanting MVP. 
Before the game even started, before the game even started, he walked out the tunnel, Rams fans is chanting MVP, MVP. Well, I tell you what, right now, at this current moment, he is clearly the MVP favorite right now. Now, for the last few weeks, I said it was Russell Simmons. Now, statistic-wise, Russell Wilson got him beat. As far as passing yards, Russell Wilson is almost at 3,000. Russell Wilson has, I believe, 20-something touchdowns, but probably two, three interceptions. Lamar Jackson don't got those type numbers. But the hype that surrounds this dude, which I love the hype, by the way. Because, again, like I said, with all the ridicule that he got, with all the critiquing and criticizing he got, and the way he's playing right now, I love this shit. Because I tell you what, I wish he gets some commercials off this shit. But unfortunately, they got somebody out in Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, that's getting all that exposure. I wonder why. I wonder why. They don't want to put this young brother on TV. They don't want to give him commercials. But yet, Baker Mayfield can get them all. Now, I will admit, Baker Mayfield has showed out his last two games. Kudos to him. But Lamar Jackson is letting it be known at this current moment that I'm the best quarterback that was in that draft class. Yeah, Sam Donald went before me. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was number one. But guess what? I'm going to make the playoffs and they not. I'm going to have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. They're not. And that's what he's showing right now. And I love it. And I love every single moment of it. Now, also, he's had multiple five touchdown games. The youngest to ever do that. Now, yes, my Patriots, we are the number one seed. We're 10 and 1. But at this current moment, I will admit, I will concede that the Baltimore Ravens is the best team right now in football. They are the most complete team. They're the most complete and most consistent team in the NFL right now. Don't let the records fool you. Yes, we have one loss. Yes, the 49ers have one loss. But right now, at this current moment, the Baltimore Ravens is the most consistent team in football. Mark Ingram. I know Lamar Jackson gets all the love and praise, but Mark Ingram, he deserves his praise as well. Because not only can he kill you running the ball, he can also kill it being a wide receiver. Catching those screen passes in the backfield and making some yards out of them. And he's even on this train for giving Lamar Jackson MVP. If you got a problem with him, go see him. Well, Mark Ingram, I don't want no problems with you. So I'm with you. Lamar Jackson is MVP. So I don't want no smoke with you. I don't want that drama. I, I Listen, Alabama, Roll Tide, you used to play for New Orleans. I got nothing but love for you. So I got, you, you, I'm with you on that. Lamar Jackson, MVP right now. He definitely has my vote for MVP right now. Now, let me say this before I close this out. I have posted this on my Facebook page yesterday when I was on my way from work. Because luckily for me, I was able to see the rest of the ass whooping that the Ravens was giving the Rams. And I took the... I took the... uh, joy of 
writing a, a, a nice a, a nice letter to my New England Patriots on Facebook. That's how worried. That's how concerned. That's how petrified I am of this Baltimore Ravens team. Now again, the Ravens have beat us before in the playoffs. Actually, they've done it twice. But Ray Lewis is not with this team. Ed Reed is not with this team. Joe Flacco is not with this team. Even though Joe Flacco was a bum right now, he's washed, and Lamar Jackson is doing the damn thing. But this Ravens team, like I said, this team is scary. But again, I took the liberty of going on Facebook, and I said, Dear Patriots, and I put this in caps, so you know when you write them in caps, it's like you yelling. So, dear Patriots, please get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. We do not want nor need to go back to Baltimore. I'll love our chances more at our house as opposed to going on the road winning the AFC championship game. Do your job. That's the motto for us. Do your job. And then I signed it off with yours truly, Dre Day. We need to get home field advantage, Patriots. We need home field advantage. I don't want to go back to Baltimore. There's no need for me to go back to Baltimore. The only, the only time I want to go to Baltimore is to see my fam out there. Shout out to Natalie. Shout out to Gil. Munchie, Fossil, Chastity. Chi-Chi. Nicholas Noel. Yeah, that's the only time I want to go to Baltimore and see them. Oh, my little bro, buddy, Ashley. That's my only time I want to see. That's the only time I want to go to Baltimore. I don't want to go to Baltimore to play them in that stadium. They got to come to our house. I love our chances more in Foxborough. Now, I know some of y'all say, oh, you only saying that because if it goes to Foxborough, maybe you could cheat. No, they ain't got nothing to do with it. No, they ain't got nothing to do with it. Well, maybe just a little bit. But nah, 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 nah. It's, it's, it's all jokes. Calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. Yes, we got caught cheating years ago. But let it go. L-I-G. Let it go. But in all realness, this Ravens team is very scary. Very scary. And just like I said, even though we have a 10-1 record, and even so the 49ers, they have a 10-1 record. I don't think neither one of us are the best teams in the NFL right now. The best team right now is that team from the 4-1-0. I believe that's Baltimore's area code. I know it's either 4-1-0 or 4-4-3, one of the two. That team, they're the most complete and most scary team right now in the NFL. And they are hitting on all cylinders. They are consistent on offense, obviously because of Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and the weapons that they got. They're very consistent on defense, and they've always been. That's the one thing the Baltimore Ravens have always been known for, their defense. No matter who's there, whether it was Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, T. Suggs, it didn't matter. They were still top-notch at defense. And even now, with the names I mentioned before, they're still top-notch on defense. So they're consistent on offense, they're consistent on defense, and they're consistent on special teams. So now these next few games, it's going to be interesting for them. They got the Niners coming up. I'm quite sure. I, I'm hoping they got that game on TV because it, it, it needs to be. It needs to be. I don't know what time the Giants or Jets play, 
if they play at one o'clock, but I know this is New York, but New York need to do with them for this weekend. Don't show their game. You need to show this 49er Raven game. And being that it's on, I believe it's against the Ravens. I mean, even though I, I think it's in the Ravens house, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that game will probably be seen on Fox. So yeah, this game needs to be televised, nationally televised, not just local. No, 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 not just Baltimore and San Francisco. No, the whole country need to see this game because for some people, that's a Super Bowl preview. Not in my eyes, it ain't because obviously I got my Patriots going. But for some people, this is a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl preview. This is a rematch from a few years ago. Remember that Super Bowl where the lights went out after Beyonce's performance? When Cap was still in the league and he was one throw away from winning the Super Bowl? Ray Lewis's last game where he won the Super Bowl? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what people think we're about to see this weekend. A preview of the Super Bowl in Miami. So, yeah, this game definitely needs to be televised. But, yeah. They got the Niners. Then they got the Buffalo Bills. They got to go to Bills Mafia. They got to go out there in Buffalo. So these next two games, for our sake, for my Patriots' sake, we need them to lose these next two games. Take some of the mystique off of them. Cool them off a little bit. Like new addition, cool it down. Yeah, Cool it down with the Baltimore Ravens. We need we need them to cool down right now. So these next two games, because the next three the, the, their last three games should be cakewalks for them. They got the Jets at home. They got the Browns, but again, division rivalry that can go either way. And then with Baltimore losing to Cleveland earlier this year at home, they definitely gonna try to seek some retribution for that this time in Cleveland. And then they end the season with Pittsburgh. So. The last three games, those should be wins for them. These two games coming up with the Niners and Bills, we need them to lose. We, we need them to lose these two games. So Patriots, please, please, I'm begging y'all, please, let's end this season right and let's get this home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I do not want to go to Baltimore. I do not want to go to Baltimore and face them in the AFC Championship game. We got to do this, and we got to do this at home. But again, I respect Baltimore. I truly do. I love John Harbaugh. He's my favorite Harbaugh, by the way. I don't give two shits about Jim Harbaugh. I think he's an overrated coach. I always felt that John Harbaugh was the better coach. Always thought that. Always thought that. So it starts with him. Have nothing but respect for him. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm nervous. I'm petrified. I'm not going to use the word scared. But I am worried and concerned about this Ravens team. So, Pats, again, get this home field advantage. Brady getting synced with this offense. Because playoff time is coming. I know you're going to get in your bag before the playoffs come. This always happens. They always question you at the end of the season, and then you start kicking ass, leading into the playoffs, and then you go off the wall. So I believe you're gonna do that. I truly believe it. Don't make me don't don't make me look like a fool, Brady. I believe in you, goat man. I believe in you. 
But again, salute to the Ravens. Nothing but respect for y'all. Um, we will see y'all in the playoffs. It's just a matter of whose house is it going to be in. Is it going to be in Foxborough or is it going to be in Baltimore? Lamar Jackson, salute to you, young brother. Um, again, you're a young black man, so I, I definitely want to see you succeed. Again, especially with all the ridicule that you've gotten since you've been in the league. Go ahead. Shine, baby. Shine. I just don't want you to shine at my expense. But, yeah, you are front-runner for MVP right now. You stole that shit from Russell Simmons. That's how you do it. You take it. But I did like what he said, though. He said he don't care for MVPs. He want a Super Bowl ring. So let's see what happens with that. I just don't want you getting it on my team's expense. But it's a wrap for this segment. I think I've chimed on this for a little bit too long. Um, when your boy gets back, we're going to get into my week. What is this? What week is this? This is what? Week 11? I believe this is week 11. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I was gone for two weeks. So I actually don't remember. I actually don't know exactly which week this is. Bear with me now. Bear with me. I gotta look at my phone real quick. Remember, I was go. I, I, I was gone. I was gone for two weeks, so I forgot which week it is. Don't kill me. Week twelve. We just passed week twelve. We about to hit. We about to hit week thirteen. We about to hit week thirteen. So. When your boy get back, I'm going to do my week 12 player of the week. I don't think it's a secret on who it's going to be. I think I pretty much gave the cat out the bag already on who's going to be, you know, week 12 player of the week. And then, of course, I'm going to get back to my game picks and give my picks for week 13. So this is your man, Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day podcast, episode 77. When your boy comes back from his final break, we're going to get into this last segment. Holla at your boy. This is Lucky Lucky the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. Really quickly, I just want to say thank you so much to Dre Day. Dre Day actually did my drop and he did an amazing job. I want to say thank you once again. But other than that, definitely follow his podcast. His podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He's streaming on so many streaming platforms for podcasts just like myself. His podcast is about unfiltered um, opinions and such a the sports world from NBA to MLB to wrestling. And I wonder if he does MMA. That's a very good question. Dre Day, please answer that for me. You can follow his Instagram handle at Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast and also that links to his other social media pages. But once again, his podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Definitely check him out. And once again, thank you so much for the support. You know, all we can do is spread love is the Brooklyn way. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. This is the last segment of this episode. Um, this segment here, I'm going to do my week 12 player of the week and give my picks for week 13. Obviously, if y'all heard the last segment, I was so high and mighty on Lamar Jackson and how he played against the Los Angeles Rams. First Monday night football game. Five touchdown passes. Just got this Ravens team looking real, real scary. I think it's only right I give him week 12 player of the week. You know, there was some nice selections out there that I could have went with. But 
Lamar Jackson, man, the the way the, the way the, the way this the way this the way this kid is playing, man, is unbelievable. And yes, he's been compared to Michael Vick. He's been compared to Randall Cunningham. I get it. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's better than Michael Vick, because I think we need more time to see. Because Michael Vick was no slouch. Michael Vick was no bullshit. But we are seeing exceptional talent here out of Lamar Jackson. We are seeing generational talent right here. We are seeing a transcendent player right now. So as long as I'm here on this podcast and shit, I'm going to give him his just due. I'm going to give him his props. Because he done, he done beat the odds. Those people wanted him to change his position. They said he wasn't a quarterback. And he's constantly proving them wrong week after week after motherfucking week. And I love every moment of it. So go ahead, Lamar. Keep shining. So you, my young brother, is Dre Day's week 12 player of the week. Now, having said all of that, let's get into these game picks for week 13. Now, being that this is Thanksgiving week, y'all know some of these games is going to happen on Thursday. They're going to go down on gobble gobble, okay? So, let's dive into those games because we actually got three of them. We got three games on Thanksgiving Sunday. Three of them. Thrust for you people out there that speak Espanol, okay? The first game, and it sucks for me because I work Thanksgiving. Damn. Yeah, I work Thanksgiving, man, so I ain't going to be able to, you know, enjoy the games at its entirety. But I damn sure can, I damn sure can eat that food, though, because I know one thing. You know how us black folks do, and I know how Puerto Ricans do, too. They don't eat breakfast. They eat Thanksgiving food. They, they will starve themselves until it's time to eat Thanksgiving food. But I tell you what, see, in my household, me and moms, we get it popping early. We get it popping Wednesday night. We start out cooking Wednesday night, which I'm quite sure some people do too. So I'm not just going to make it seem like only me and my mother do this, but we get it popping Wednesday night. And before you know it, early Thursday morning, the food is done. So my ass would be up at 7, 8 in the morning having some of that Thanksgiving feast. You know what I mean? But enough about that. Let's get into this game. Well, get into these games. Again, I said Thanksgiving is three games. So we're going to get into this pick. We're going to get into these picks right now. The first game, we got the Bears and we got the Lions. Division rivalry. The Lions is always playing on Thanksgiving. Always. And they always get the first game. The Cowboys always get the second game. I don't know why, but hey, it is what it is. But, yeah. So, Bears and Lions. I mean, Matthew Stafford has been out. For the last few weeks, he's been out. So, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really sure if he's going to come back. I mean, he's not on the injury list, so I'm assuming that he's coming back. The Bears right now, I just, I mean, I said before the season started that they was going to take a seat back. I know last year they won the division, but I said this year they was going to take a step back. And you know what? It's Thanksgiving, so I'm going to go with the Lions. Fuck it. It's a Thanksgiving game. They're at home. 
I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions to win this game. And again, I don't trust the Bears. Well, Mitchell Trubisky, I don't trust. The Bears' defense is solid. But when you got a quarterback that's a bum, can't really say much for you. But uh, the next game, we got the Bills and we got the Cowboys. See, now this game here, this could be a tricky one for you. Now, yes, it's very well documented. The, 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 the secret is out the bag. The Dallas Cowboys have not beaten a team with a winning record this year. They haven't. They're 0-4. They lost to us. They lost to the Saints. They lost to the Vikings. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's 14. Wait, who the Cowboys played? They're 0-4 against top teams. I'm trying to think. Work with me here. Work with me here. Oh, Green Bay. Green Bay smacked them. So that's four teams. That's four teams that's going to the playoffs. They're 0-4 against those four teams. Buffalo is looking like a team that might go to the playoffs. They might go to the playoffs. Might. Because who knows? They can go on a losing streak soon. Who knows what might happen with them? Buffalo's got a fantastic defense. Josh Allen looks, you know, he looks good. Cole Beasley is making his return to Dallas. So you know he's going to be riled up. But I will admit, I think this game right here, I think the Cowboys will be on alert. Especially after what Jerry Jones said after that loss to the, to the Patriots. Because the Cowboys... They, they, they need somebody to motivate them. They need somebody that's going to spark a fire under their ass. And unfortunately, for all these years, it hasn't been the head coach. It's been that owner, Jerry Jones. I will say this, though. That, that's a showman right there. Hove said he'll sell water to a well. I believe Jerry Jones can do that shit, too. So for this game here, even though the Cowboys are in danger, I think this will be the game where they'll be motivated, and I think this is the game that they'll win. I believe the Cowboys will beat the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. So that means that this will be the first time this season that the Cowboys will beat a team with a winning record. So, Cowboys, there you go. I'm giving you all y'all props right now. Do not make me look like a fool, because if you do, you know what my next episode is going to be. My next episode is going to be roasting y'all to the, to the black man. Not to the white me, but to the black man. Next, next game. Saints-Falcons. Listen, the Saints got smoked by Atlanta a few weeks ago. At home, I might add. Now they can go to their house and seek retribution. And I think that's going to happen. I got the Saints winning that game. I don't need to go into crazy details and spend all these extra seconds speaking on that. Now we get to the Sunday games. Jets, Bengals. Jets. Jets is riding a three-game winning streak right now. I mean, I know Sam Donald was talking about playoffs, but you don't need to be thinking about playoffs. You just need to think about, you know... Stop kissing females and getting sick. 
and just try to focus on finish the season on a high note. Next game, Titans-Colts. This is a tough one. Division rivalry, and both of these teams is still in the hunt for their division. I believe both of them is a game behind the Texans. But you know what? I'm going to go with the Colts just because they're at home. Just because they're at home, I'm going with the Colts. I like Jacoby Brissett. I like Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton, you can do no wrong with him, even though he was looking like Aguilar last week against the Texans and not catching passes. But I do like, but, but, but I do like, I do like the Colts in that game. Eagles, Dolphins, this is a must-win for the Eagles. They lose this game. They definitely not making the playoffs. Definitely not making it. So I got the Eagles winning that game. Packers and Bills. Sorry, Cindy. I love you. That's my girl, by the way. You know, I have this thing where I like to pick her team, the Giants, to get them brownie points, to get them extra goodies, you can say. But nah, they're not beating Green Bay. That's not happening. Green Bay just got smoked by the 49ers. You think they're not trying to come to MetLife to seek retribution for that? You don't think Aaron Rodgers... It's thinking about coming to MetLife and lighting that place up like a Christmas tree. Because I actually think that week, I think they light the Christmas tree up in Rockefeller Center, if I'm not mistaken. This game is December 1st. I think that week, I believe that Tuesday or whatever, whatever day it is, they light the tree up in the city. You don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have, wants to have a preview of that? So, yeah, I got Green Bay winning this game. Whoa, this next game is going to be real good. Browns and Steelers. Now, remember a few weeks ago, that fight that broke out, that brawl that broke out? Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph, that whole debacle? Well, guess what? Now it's in Pittsburgh. If you don't think the Browns is going to be inspired for this game, you're in for a rude awakening. Maddie Matt, I'm going to do you a favor. That's my SLA Network brother. I'm going to do you a favor, my brother. I'm going to pick your Browns to win this game. I mean, Pittsburgh right now, I'm not going to lie. When Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, I said Pittsburgh was done. But right now, at this current moment, with the playoff format, if the playoff started today, Pittsburgh would be in. They'll be the sixth seed, but they'll be in the playoffs. If the playoffs started today, Pittsburgh would be in. But for this game here, I'm going with Cleveland. Next, we got the Redskins and we got Panthers. Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, man. That boy is the real deal. That white boy could run the ball, man. That white boy got game. He could have been in the MVP conversation. But Lamar Jackson is just... Lamar Jackson, Russell Simmons... I mean, Russell Simmons. Russell Wilson. Like, they just doing their thing right now. But yeah, I got the Panthers winning this game against the Redskins. Tampa Bay Bucks. 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, Deion Sanders has this. He 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 has this thing that he do on Instagram with his pics. Ain't nobody care. Some shit like that. I'm paraphrasing Prime right now. I'm paraphrasing him right now. But nobody really care about this game. But being that I'm doing game picks, I got to pick somebody. And for the love of my brother out of Tampa, Guru, I'm going to go with your team. I don't care for your quarterback. I think it's time that y'all cut ties with him. At the end of the season, I think it's time that y'all cut ties. Either you cut ties or you go out there and get a quarterback. I know a quarterback. He just had a workout not too long ago. I know right now, currently, no teams is interested in him. But hey, I'll go. I'll go after him. I'll take him over Jameis Winston. I think. I, I think. I, I think y'all know who I'm talking about, Colin Kaepernick. But I'm gonna go with the Bucks to win this game. Just cause I love you, Guru. I'm gonna pick your team. Just cause I love you, I'm gonna pick them. Rams and Cardinals. Oh, no, 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 that ain't the next game. 49ers and Ravens. Whew. This one right here. Damn. Can the, can the 49ers defense stop Lamar Jackson? It's going to be in Baltimore. And the Ravens at home is something else. I mean, one of their, I mean, one of their losses are at home, so... I'm not going to make it seem like they can't lose at home. But Lamar Jackson right now, he's just playing at another level, like I've been saying this whole episode. 49ers defense, top notch. No problem there. You saw what they did to Green Bay Sunday Night Football. Jimmy G, 50-50 with him. George Kettle, I like him as a tight end. I think I think he's the best tight end this season. I know when the season first started, everybody was with Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey, but George Kettle right now, Kettle is looking like the best tight end in football right now. But let me stop the bullshit. I gotta pick a winner. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I think right now they're hot. Right now they're hot like fish grease. I need them to lose though. I need I need them to lose though. Because I want them to not have a chance of getting home field advantage throughout the playoffs. But I do need them to lose. But this is game picks here. So I got to go with my head and not my heart. So I'm picking the Ravens to win this game. Rams and Cardinals. Listen, the Rams just got their ass beat. On Monday Night Football. Now they're going to Arizona. On a short week, play the Cardinals. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Jared Goff, all this money that you've gotten, and you are having a horrible season. Horrible. You got more interceptions than you do touchdowns. And I'm trying to find it hard. I'm trying to find out why Dak Prescott hasn't got paid yet. 
I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure that out. You just got your contract. You've played abysmal. Carson Wentz just got his contract. He's been inconsistent. But Dak can't see no money? I don't understand that. I don't like the Cowboys, but I like to see my brothers get paid. Dak, I need to see you get paid. But again, I'm going with the Cardinals. Chargers and Broncos. Division rivalry. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Broncos. No, not even. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Oh, no, no, no. Not even. No, I'm going to go with the Chargers. This is one of those games that Prime says, don't nobody care. Yeah, this, yeah, this is one of those games. This is one of those games that nobody really care. I don't even think they local fans care. Raiders Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Oakland really stuck up the joint against the Jets. And you had, you had some people saying that John Gruden was coach of the year candidate. With the year that Oakland's been having, with the whole Antonio Brown debacle, and them being in the playoff hunt, people had them, you know, in the playoffs. People had John Gruden coach of the year. And then you go to MetLife and you stake up the joint against the Jets. I think they only scored three points, if I'm not mistaken. That ain't good, man. Sunday night football. You got my Pats against, against the Texans. I will say this. Deshaun Watson always shows out when he plays us. Always. For some reason, we always bring the best out of him. He can't get a win against us, but he always shows out. So I believe this is going to be a good game. But if I know my Patriots like I know them, and if I know Bill Belichick the way I know him, he's going to do either one or two things. He either going to put Gilmore on D-Hop, who I think is the best receiver in football this season. Or, he either, or he's either going to put Gilmore on him, or he's going to double him. One of the two. It's one of those two options. We don't really have to worry about the running game that much. Hyde is, man, I ain't really tripping off him. But if I, again, if I know Belichick the way I know him, he likes to take, he likes to take your strongest asset and take him away. And I believe he's going to try to take D-Hop out of this game. I'm sure D-Hop is going to have his moments. But Belichick is going to make it his business to not make him have a big impact. I know our offense has been inconsistent. The defense has been holding us down all year. I still believe in Brady. I still believe in Goatman. I got my Patriots, man. Y'all really think I'm y'all really think I'm picking against my boys? Y'all crazy. Monday night football. We got the Vikings and we got the Seahawks. And it just so happens it's on my mother's birthday, December 2nd. So, early happy birthday, Mom. Love you. Uh, Vikings, Seahawks. This is one of those, this is one of those games. 
Hello. This is one of those games where Kirk Cousins, can he show up in the big game? This is one of those games. We're going to find out. Russell Wilson, MVP candidate. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I'm going with the Seahawks only because they're at home. Only because they're at home. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. So, to recap my picks for week 13, I'm going with Lions, Cowboys, Saints, Jets, Colts, Eagles, Packers, Browns, Panthers, Bucks, Ravens, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, my Pats, and Seahawks. That's it. It's a wrap for this episode. The comeback has been complete. The return has been extant stone. Your boy is back after a two-week absence. Hey, life happens. And sometimes you got to step away. But your boy is back. And podcasting for me is my mask for pain. You know, podcasting takes me away from the pain that I deal with in life. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's personal, whether it's financially, whether it's, you know, emotionally. This podcasting thing is my mask to cover my pain. You know what I'm saying? So, again, your boy is back. I want to thank everybody who's been a supporter of the podcast. Um, I appreciate all the love that I got um, in my absence. I truly appreciate it. Um, Y'all can check the podcast out. Download that Anchor app. Um, It's also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public. Um, Y'all can also go on my social media pages on Facebook, Dre Day, um, Instagram, Dre Day 1985, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, or Twitter, Dre Day 1985. Check your boy out. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Check your boy out, man. This is your man, Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Your boy is about to bounce up out of here. So y'all know how this goes. In closing, I say, this has been another episode with Sports Where We Dre Day Podcast. Peace and love. Your boy is out. Happy holidays.